going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to this week's Productive Agent Podcast. My name is Tony Ruiz. I'm the founder and host of the Productive Agent Podcast and Facebook group. Today's episode is a little bit different. Um, I haven't done this in a while, but I'm going to be doing a book review on the book that I just finished a couple days ago called The Millionaire Real Estate Agent by Gary Keller. Um, And it was actually a book that was given to me it was the first book that was given to me in my real estate career uh, by a lender friend of mine. And I tried to read it, but I wasn't really in the right frame of mind. And it kind of went right over my head and I didn't really enjoy it. Um, but then, you know, I met Shane and we've told our, uh, my story before, but I started reading more consistently. And I realized that I am the CEO of my own real estate business, right? And when I, when you think of like a CEO or leaders, um, leaders are readers. So uh, he introduced me to Miracle Morning, which kind of implemented me reading consistently. Um, and then, of course, I did 75 Hard, which makes you read every single day. Um, and I most of the time I read a decent amount. Um, I would like to continue that habit. But I dove back into this book, um, and it's a long book, and it's a great book, a lot of great information. But I want to really focus on the very end here. And it's like the final chapter kind of talks about putting it all together, right? There's a, so much information. I highly recommend that you go check out the book, buy it yourself, read it, take notes. But as I'm reading, I usually read about 10 pages a day, um, sometimes 30 minutes, just depending on that. Um, but what I do is when I'm reading, I highlight, right? So if something sticks out to me, I'll just highlight it down. And then I try to go back and take notes on what I highlighted so that I can take things away and actually implement them going forward in my business. So let's talk about this chapter, putting it all together. There's a lot of information to get here. Hopefully you uh, grab a few nuggets um, and take that away and run with it. But they talk about five simple steps, five simple steps to really focus um, and it starts with your focus. So a, a couple quotes I'll be quoting throughout this, um, but no life ever grows great until it is focused, dedicated, and disciplined. All right, so you can apply that to your business, your life. But let me read that one more time. No life ever grows great until it is focused, dedicated, and disciplined. All right, so where is your focus Are you dedicated to doing whatever that is that you want to accomplish? And are you disciplined enough to do that? Really think about that. Um, That one hit home. It's all about choices, right? So choices about what you focus on and how you maintain that focus is very important. The future of your real estate business slash life, you know, I incorporate that with life as well, depends directly on your ability to focus it in the proper direction. So, Talks about five simple steps. We're going to get into these five simple steps and dive a little bit deeper. Uh, the five steps, let me run through them real quick. Number one, create a personal plan and make process your focus. All right. Uh, number two, time block to get your focus. Number three, get accountability to keep your focus. Number four, make sure your environment supports your focus. And number five, keep your energy to maintain your focus. So let's dive deep into each one of these um, so you understand what we're trying to focus on here. Again, I go back to you should buy the book. You should read it yourself. You should take your own notes. These are really just focused on the highlights that I wrote down as I was reading. So number one, personal plan and make process your focus. Uh, Process 
slash routine brings focus when we ourselves feel unfocused. I know I've been uh, recently experiencing this, um, but just knowing that this is my daily routine to start my day, um, it doesn't change. It's pretty much in stone. I get up, I work out, I come home, cool off, meditate, pray. Uh, you know, I've even added some grounding recently, but it's a routine that keeps me focused to start my day. And then what I've also been practicing is getting into my calendar during that cool off time before I get in the shower and planning out my day and time blocking, which we'll get to in a second. But when you do that, then you have really clear focus of what you're trying to accomplish that day at a certain time. Um, So that helps big time. Another thing that they want to talk about is setting big goals. All right. So there's a two camps here. Do you set these huge big goals or do you set smart goals? Um, I can't remember, of course, what that stands for, but they're more attainable goals. Right. Um, So big goals is what they uh, subscribe to. But setting small goals creates a stopping point. So you think about it. You know, like, hey, I'm going to do this. And then you do it. And then typically, you you know, you're excited that you did it. Most people will stop there, right? They don't go on to the next thing. So set bigger goals, hit accomplishments throughout the way, take time to uh, celebrate those accomplishments, but keep pushing and moving forward to the next level, the next level, the next level. Set goals and create a plan of action on how you will progress to achieve that goal. And I love this quote from Tony Robbins, and I remind myself this all the time, but progress equals happiness, all right? Uh, a good friend of mine is um, Satisfied Not Happy, all right? It's his podcast, Dan Morrison. But, you know, you're satisfied, but you're not. Uh, sorry, I think that's it. Um, happy Not Satisfied, excuse me, <laughs> messed that up. But you're happy with where you're at, but you're not satisfied because there's always that next level, Right, so uh, make sure that you're thinking about that, but don't beat yourself up. Recognize the progress, be happy with that, and move forward. So the next one, uh, we got the personal plan. Got off track there for a second. Here we go. Uh, number two is time block for focus. Right, success is not about how much time you have, but how you use that time. Uh, one of my early coaches, Rick Tankersley, I'm um, in real estate. He would talk about this. He would say, if you put in two to three dedicated focused hours of real estate a day you'd make six figures and more and i would confirm that um i i've achieved that for several years now and it's been um really you know some days i'm really great and putting a lot of time a lot of work and and then there's times where it's only an hour two maybe three that i can squeeze in depending on the circumstance but focusing on that time and blocking that out uh high achievers um, have a couple different lists. They don't have a to-do list. They have a have-to list before they do their to-do list. And then every now and then they have another list that's I get to do, All right? So what are the things that you have to do today? What's going to move the needle? What's going to, uh, that you have to take care of? And then you can get to your uh, laundry list of things to do. Everything is scheduled in the calendar for everybody to see, right? This has definitely made an impact on me. I can even look back on my Google calendar and notice the weeks that I didn't really plan out and time block. Those were definitely less focused um, and I achieved less 
and my work and life balance than I did when I was super strategic about blocking off my time. So I'd highly encourage you to look into that. Uh, I use Google Calendar. It's super easy to use. Um, That's definitely what I would recommend. I like this quote, until your goals consistently hit your calendar, you won't consistently hit your goals. All right, let that sink in. Block personal time as well. So in my time block, I know at noon, every single day, noon to one is blocked off for lunch. And that will give me time to uh, either have a long lunch, have a quick lunch and just chill and kind of decompress before I start my afternoon work time. Um, Schedule family time. Hey, I'm done at 6 p.m. or I'm done at 7 p.m., whatever that time is. Um, Sometimes you have to obviously, hey, I got to go pick up the kids from soccer. or Hey, I have to go do this. Block that time so you don't forget. I've been guilty of that where I forgot something because it wasn't on the calendar. That totally sucks. So block out all the time so then you have a crystal clear vision of when you can do your work um, and maximize your day. It is a process and system to help you maintain your focus. So work on it a little at a time and you'll get better in time. Number three, uh, get accountability to keep you focused, right? Uh, I always like learning from others. Uh, When I was a band director, we'd have clinicians come in and I would always say that uh, somebody told me this. I don't remember who it was, but you're always learning something. You're always learning what to do or you're learning what not to do. Right, but you should always be in this learning mindset um, and learn from others. Uh, I'm about to go to an awesome training coming up here in a, uh, about an hour with JJ Garena. He's been in the business for 18 years. Lots of great information to share. I've seen this class two or three times, but I guarantee you I'm going to see it again, and I'm in a different place now than when I was then, and I'm going to get at least a nugget or two out of it that's going to propel my business forward and kind of excite me and energize me going forward, which we'll get to in a second. Anyways, here's another quote. Accountability shapes and reshapes your focus. It is a learning loop for seeing clearly what you should be focusing on and a feedback loop for refocusing when your attention slides. Um, Accurately track your activities and the results you get. Uh, When I do, it's very clear that my business is doing well. When I work on my greatness tracker, when I fill that thing out, and I am tracking it, I see an immediate boost to my business. When I'm not tracking it, it's a question mark. It's a what's going on with the business. Uh, here's another one. When you don't have account when you don't have accountability in your life, failure often comes as a total surprise. Outside's perspective is best to keep excuses away, but personal accountability is useful as well. I use the greatness tracker. I do check in with, you know, Shane, who's like my mentor and coach. I check in with JJ Garena from time to time. I check in with Alan Grulick, who's a mentor of mine or friend of mine, Mark Chambers. So there's always different people to check in with, um, but at least hold yourself accountable in some kind of way. But outside perspective is always the best. And uh, it helps make adjustments when needed, right? So do you need to focus here? Because this is where the business is you know, thriving. Do you need to add something? Do you need to take something away? Um, so making sure that you have some kind of accountability and track it is the most important thing. Number four, uh, your environment must support your focus. This is a, this is a great one. I'm actually going to read a page here in a second. 
but um, let's start here. A great quote, your environment has an impact on you constantly. It either builds you up and supports you or it tears you down and fights you. So what is your environment right now? And we're going to talk about two different environments. Number one is your physical environment. And number two is your people environment. So think about physical and people, which we'll describe here in a second. I'm going to repeat that uh, quote. Your environment has an impact on you constantly. It either builds you up and supports you or it tears you down and fights you. Um, That one spoke to me and I definitely highlighted that. So let's talk about physical environment real quick. That's your office space, your furniture, your equipment, your tools, your systems. Are they easy to use? Is your space clear? Is it cluttered? Um, You know, is it comfortable? Right? Are you using the right equipment? Um, so all those things matter, and you need to make sure that you're thinking about, you know, is it set up for focus and success, or is it against it? Is it difficult to use? Uh, reevaluate that and ask yourself that. People environment is about energy and synergy. Man, this is a good, I mean, this pretty much I highlighted this whole page. I'm going to read this to you real quick. I love this. Three groups, the people you are in business with, which is your team, your company, and other agents. The second group is the people you do business with, which is your clients and vendors, right? Your title reps, your lenders, etc. And the people outside your business is the third group, which is your family and friends. All right, here's a quote. One of the keys to my success has been masterminding and associating with other high-achieving optimistic agents. I completely agree. When I went to the Build Conference a couple weeks ago, just being around and being in that room and feeling the energy in that room made a huge impact, you know, and being around high achievers. High achievers tend to associate with energizers and synergizers, the people who support their goals and work well with them to achieve those goals. People who consciously and subconsciously don't support them, who drain energy and disrupt energy are isolated and weeded out. The better your people environment, the better your support, the better your focus, and the less time you'll have to spend on the unsavory task of weeding out the bad. That's good. Uh, At the end of the day, if the people in your life are not in synergy with your goals, you'll end up negotiating and compromising and feeling less focused. You know, um, there's different ways you can take that. uh, Very powerful statements there. It doesn't mean like get rid of all your friends or all your family. Um, but you want to surround yourself with like-minded people that are driven and want to achieve the same things that you want to achieve, right? And when you start achieving at that level, it attracts those types of people, right? So um, very, very important. I want you to reevaluate, you know, your people environment. How are they affecting you? There's those three different groups of people, um, you know, are you working with the right people? Uh, think about that for sure. It affects you. Number five here is uh, keep your energy to maintain your focus. High achievers have big energy. All right. Um, Here's a great quote. What you do with your life and how you do it either adds energy or subtracts energy from your life. The energy you have at your disposal is determined by the choices you make. All right. So uh, energy givers and energy suckers. Right. 
Uh, here's another one. Having a steady supply of positive energy is invaluable for the entrepreneur. All right. So obviously life happens. You know, some things are great. Some things, you know, are here's a curveball. You know, something happens. Um, it gets you down in the dumps, whatever. And that definitely affects you um, when you are pretty much kind of on an island doing your own gig. All right. And that's when you have to call somebody to pump you up, get you in the right frame of mind. Um, but making sure that you have as much positive energy as possible will really make an impact on your business and your life. Um, I am can definitely concur with that. Uh, five energy areas that I want to talk about. The book talks about this. All of this is not like my stuff. This all has come from the book, and I've highlighted this stuff, and I wanted to share it with you this morning. So the five energy areas. Number one is spiritual energy, talking about meditation and or prayer. Number two is physical energy, exercise, and good eating habits. Number three is emotional energy, which is hugs, kiss, laugh. Uh, number four is mental energy, uh, plan and calendar. Uh, number five is business energy, which, of course, they talk about lead generation. All right. So a uh, renewal through learning is something that we'd want to talk about here, and it kind of wraps up everything. And if you're listening to this podcast, hopefully you're learning something right now so you understand the importance of always learning and renewing that um, and as you move forward. But learning is empowering and energizing. It's the foundation of proactivity, of taking charge and being in control. Learning is also leverage, gives you wisdom, competence, and foresight. Learning by doing leads to greater skill and competence. So yeah, it's great to read and do all these things and listen, but if you don't actually take the action, do the things that these people are telling you to do, um, then it's not really leading to your maximum potential, right? So do the things and learn as you go, even if you um, fail forward, right? So take action. The millionaire real estate agent reads books, listens to tapes and podcasts, watches videos, attends seminars and classes regularly. It's an investment into yourself and you want to live to learn, so I hope, you know, you got a lot of little nuggets out of there. I just wanted to share some of the highlights of the Millionaire Real Estate book by Gary Keller. It's a great read. I highly recommend it. So uh, take a look at it, buy it, read it, highlight it, share it with a friend. Um, that's our show, guys. I just wanted to share those little uh, tidbits that I took out of the book. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I would highly encourage you to share the show with a friend. Please leave us a review. Give us a rating. That really helps us grow the show. And you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. We thank you for joining us today. Now let's get out there and go produce. Go produce.